Hi. Hey. Oh my God. You know what time it is. It's the Talking Normies Podcast, season two, episode 25. That was 26. And today we're talking about the Joker movie. It just came out. Oh, shit. So, you know, let's, uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's do the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. Everyone do the walking. The Phoenix N.O. Dance. and Normies does mean never on time. But hey, well, you know, we get here. We get here when we get here. So with that being said, it looks like everything's up and running and looking good. Uh, we are going to do some. Uh, I'm so sorry. Every time. Every <laughs> single time. We're going to do some uh, round the table intros here. So. <laughs> As far away from the mic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Even I turned your mic all the way down and I'm still. Oh, oh so Chris, sorry. you're going to have fun we, in this one. Uh, the plague is in our office. Mickey and Pat have the coughs. And me and Serge, I think we were both sick once and now are not sick, but obviously going to be getting sick again. With that being said, everybody, this is across from me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Or you, want me? you know, let me do it. <clears throat> and right across from me, we have sitting the magnificent, the marvelous, the fantastic Mickey. I like totals. Fanfare, fanfare. Uh, across from us, we have the ever stoic, hardcore, one hundred percent, always mentions laws, knows his shit about everything. Goddamn, Surge Chowdhury. <laughs> and to the back, we have the always controversial, but always on topic and always on point, Pat. And I'm Chris. Uh, you guys probably know us because we are the normies. Uh, we are an intermingling group. There's multiple of us. And today we're going to be talking about the Joker film. Oh, shit. Yes. Uh, I would also like to let everybody know that if you're curious about where you can find these podcasts at, you can find them on Stitcher. You can find them on Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. That's four whole different things. I'm looking at getting onto Anchor, but we've been very busy this week working on some special stuff for you guys. I'll be reading notes off of the computer and off of my phone. So if you see me looking at either, I'm not ignoring you. So I know there's a delay, but like as soon as you said we're doing the Joker podcast, like it went from 50 to 48 people. <laughs> I just want to imagine two people just being like, oh, this is not what I thought this was oh, going to be. Fuck this shit. <laughs> so uh, Joker is a 2019 American psychological thriller directed by Todd Phillips, co-wrote and screenplay by some guy named Scott Silver. Anyway, the film is all about the DC villain, the Joker, which we all know. But also, apparently, I'm going to excuse me google the black label thing so i can explain that a bit because i black label is a drink that uh I love. a lot of indians mm -hmm. uh, consume on a daily basis on a daily you guys drink black label why don't i get invited to these black label black things? label for breakfast mm -hmm. all right let me try to uh black label and oats you never had that before bro so i'm going to try to explain the dc black label dc black label is an imprint of dc comics consisting can you, of can you talk into the mic DC Black Label is a consist is consisting of original limited series and reprints of books previously published under other imprints. The imprint intends to present a traditional Are you okay? You good? My throat is so congested, it's just trying to come out. I just can't. You, you, you want to go get some water? You good? You, you can get some water if you need to. All right, so last sentence was going to be that. DC is the traditional DC Universe characters for a more mature audience with standalone prestige format series. So it's supposed to be like more mature DC stuff. Yeah, but like... Isn't DC already kind of mature and dark? Yeah, it's like their thing. I guess we're talking about that later, so I'll, yeah. I'll share my opinion later about that. So anyway, how would you guys feel about the film? I, f I fucking loved it. The more, the more I think on it, 
the more I love it. I, I just everything about it, not the the type of movie you expect Todd Phillips to do. Also, want to give a shout out to Lawrence Share, the cinematographer. Yes. He, it, the cinematography was just it, the set design, just everything about it was just fucking amazing. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought when I first saw it, I was like, "This is excellent," and I think it's just because. I hadn't seen a comic book movie take its material so seriously since maybe The Dark Knight. Mm. And mm, that even still felt like more of a comic book movie than this did. Yeah. This was very unsettling in a realistic way because it was so real. Now, I thought it was excellent. Now, I, I think it's like great. I think it's great, but not excellent. Yeah. I, really great. Like, really, really great. And Pierre? All right. So I'm not as. Hold on. Stop real quick. Your mic has shifted drastically. Where's, ah, the, where's the golden dot? The golden dot. Here. One second, guys. The golden yeah. dot. You know, you need to make them red dots. It's the easier for us. Dot. It's easier oh, for yeah. us. Gotta, if, I, see, I, I never knew. You know, red yeah. dot or feather. But, uh, <laughs> I like the feather. And the red. All right, there you go. You get fat. All right, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Gucci. So, uh, no spoilers, right? Uh, no, no, this is full on spoiler oh, yeah, review. This is full on spoiler. Oh, hey, yeah, if you're in this yeah, podcast, yeah. if you're in the audience out there, we'll give you a few seconds of pause here. There are spoilers in this podcast. The Christian Bale cameo was crazy. You have been warned. Here's your pause. Yep. Uh, with that being said, yeah. So the question is, you know, how do you feel about the movie? Okay. And yeah. we're, we're we're gonna get into this one a little bit deeper, but yeah. yeah. yeah so tell me first you. off, I love the movie. It's not a type of movie I think I would like in the first place. I watched it because you know it was Joker, and the reason I got I like Joker is because of Heath Ledger and his first Dark Knight. And I I know people on the internet says that you can't. Cannot compare both of them because they're two different types of jokers, and I totally agree with that. But as far as acting wise, you can compare both of them. And if anything, I think Joaquin Phoenix did a little bit better than Heath Ledger as far as getting the character a little bit more. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Sorry, it's Joaquin. I've, I've been calling him Joking Phoenix lately just because it looks like it could say Joking, and he's the Joker. But yeah, yeah I, we, we know it's Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin. and uh, I, I think that could be attested to like. Joaquin Phoenix actually has like a backstory to play with, whereas Heath Ledger's was like the more traditional Joker that has like you know is a man of mystery. Yeah, but, yeah. I could relate to jo- like more people could relate to Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker as someone Wa- who could walking, 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 yeah. Joaquin. like a Walking Dad. No, no, no. Listen, yeah. Joaquin, Joaquin, kind of, Joaquin, 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 yeah. like quinoa, yeah. like Joaquin, 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 Joaquin. You guys gonna mess me up? I'll get it. I'll get it. So right, yeah, you good? You good? Um, no, nah, look, I thought the movie was good. I would straight up give it. At first, it was an eight out of ten, but now it's a seventy out of a hundred. What the fuck is that? You see, Chris doesn't you like anything. Chris likes nothing. Is that a C? That's a C. That's a below C. That's a C. That's a C plus. That's a C plus. I'm going to give it. It was a B plus. Now it's just a regular B. Okay. That's an 80%. I'm curious. Because one of these things happened where, and it wasn't just you guys this time, but like a lot of people really hyped this movie up. And I think it had way more controversy and shit surrounding it, which made me imagine that it was going to be like the fucking Hannibal or Cannibal Holocaust or like fucking, I, like I didn't know, but people were like, this movie is super, it's controversial and all this shit. So I'm thinking it's going to be like way over the top. And then it wasn't in yet. It was a really good fucking film. And I was like, all right, why, why are people freaking out? Like, I, I, I can see, there. I can see where it's coming but from. But why did that let you not enjoy the movie? So there are plenty of things that I actually did not quite enjoy in the movie. This is not me saying I didn't enjoy the movie. It's saying that like everyone else put it, everyone's like, Someone said it's like one of the best comic book movies they'd ever seen. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's that's a big fucking call. And then I saw it. I was like, it was good. I don't know. It was just, I thought it was a, 
good film. I thought it was a. I just didn't think it was like the best movie I ever saw. The only things I didn't like about it is that I, I kind of want to see like Joker, Joker more. Like I thought he was gonna be like in all the trailers and all the posters. I saw him in like the full makeup and shit, and I really wanted to see like that version. And I was thinking. And then also too, like I, I did like Heath Ledger a lot. So when I watch it, it's hard to not compare them. But like mm-hmm. it, it gets stuck in my mind, and I'm just I just think about mm-hmm. how they are. But I reconcile with all that. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. for everybody who is not listening, I did not say I did not like the film. I am giving the film a B, a solid B. You did say seventy out of one hundred. Yes. I'm, <laughs> think I'm, I gonna, of like I'm a tomato meter. Like, I don't see, know. For 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 me, I, I don't think any movie is perfect. But this was like for me, I, I'm giving it a nine point five out of ten. Can I can I say something? I'll give it a nine point two. So Chris, you said that like, there was a lot of hype around it, and yeah. it didn't leave up to you. And for me, I was scared for that too, because like before me and Mickey go when I go watch this movie, this thing was like three days out, mm-hmm. and there was so much hype about it. Like on my live streams, I was getting from, from everyone out here. Like, hey, have you seen the Joker yet? Have you seen the Joker? Uh, and I'm going to try to get his name right. Joaquin. Yeah. Yes. Phoenix. You got yeah. it. All right. They were like, he's going to win the Oscars. He's like, he did an amazing performance. This was this a movie of the year. All that kind of hype I was getting. And I was like, I was like, hopefully this lives up to the hype. Yeah. I want to go watch the movie. Within the first fucking scene, it lived up, lived up to the hype. I, I like, I've never, I've, you never, you never seen a movie. You never seen a movie. Like, all movies started off with a buildup, right? They all started with a buildup. But with this movie, it was like, bang, like right there. Like, you know what it was, what it was going to be about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, I just think that maybe that was it. It's just when you well, come in with expectations and like hype and then I don't know, because I don't know what to expect. I like, that's why even with a trailer, like the trailers are fine. I just, when any of my friends, it's not just you guys, but other people will be like, oh, like one of my buddies loves like certain trap songs. Like, you gotta look, you know, this shit, man, it's be the best thing ever. And I hear I'm like, yeah, that was fucking cool. But like, you, you well, made me think I was about to be the fucking second coming. Like, let's, I don't know, uh, so let's, that's let's, how I get. let's dive into it. Let's, I, uh, let's, I think as normalites, well, like as I've been trying to do is just to not have expectations for anything lately because, you know, it's like we're watching Hunter Hunter. It's like, Chimera and Ark is the best arc in all of shonen anime. Like, or, you know, things, uh, people, people tend to hype or underhype things. And then when they've underhyped it, I've actually liked it more. And when yeah. they've overhyped it, I've been like, oh, this is okay. So mm-hmm. I just try to be like, okay, this is what everyone is thinking. I'm going to go in and just absorb it. Yeah. So I always try to try to watch it that way. But unconscious, subconsciously, the hype does affect you regardless. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's what it is. Still fucking good movie. Music was tight. So, uh, oh, yes. let's, uh, let's deep dive into the let's things you liked about it. I assume everybody has more dive. written than just that, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll go first. Do you mind? Do you mind? Yeah, no. All you, right, you so, okay. This is one of the movies that I, if you asked me a year ago, I would not get into it. Like, it's an RC film, old-timey stuff. I just wouldn't get into it. And then now, being around you guys a little bit more cultured, and then kind of, you know, forced to go watch that movie. Into the mic, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, uh, Want to go watch that movie. Again, like I said, the first thing caught me, you know, like the setup was great. One thing that stood out to me in any movies, I would never, admit, like consciously, it would never register in my brain um, to think about it. But throughout the whole time of the movie, I, like it stand out to me. And I, in, in, in any good movie, and I never think of this, but the music, like the orchestra playing and like the music flowing with his dancing and the yeah. mental, like it t- the music told you the fucking story. And usually I can never get that in any movie, but this movie I was able to consciously register that and I was just fucking up phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Nice. I think I think that uh, one, one of the only other movies I can remember that happening for me was Inception. Like even though it was like such a <laughs> spectacle on screen, I was really like, wow, I am really noticing the music. And I was then, gonna say Interstellar because Interstellar Hans well. Zimmer knocks it the fuck out. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I still Any Hans Zimmer, you're just now. like, wow, I'm really, act, like the music stands out. Yeah, I so agree. important. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, you have one of yours? No. Yeah, you go ahead. Um, we'll go so the re- reason I said it was great but not excellent, and again, it's like a, it's like a nine point two, nine point five for me still. Like I, I love the movie. I just think um, for the movie to really excel, like everything needs to be good. Like cinematography, great. Hell Music, yeah. great. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix's performance, Stellar. out of this world. Like out of this world. But he, like you know, sometimes the, if the plot. Like, I don't know, all all cylinders have to be banging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But there was just some stuff with the plot that I kind of was, eh, didn't really enjoy, and we can kind of get into that later. We are! But, for the most part, th- this movie is great. This movie takes it seriously, like, this DC black label shit. I don't even, I don't know why they're mm. doing that. Just, just, okay, sure, DC black label. I hope we see more of that. That's, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's a commentary, it got people talking, you know, and that's what, have, that's what, a movie should do you know yeah i um i think that any movie that can cause like a a, a debate whether you, you know like it, at least a week or two afterwards if people are debating like um the lessons from the movie not like the technical aspects of whether it was good or bad i think anything that can spark like a debate in in social commentary i think i think it's a good piece of art i'm super for, excited to talk for about me that part. for me all cylinders were banging i i thought everything about this movie was amazing the plot is um i mean i was never confused but i i can see maybe like what you're talking about i'm curious to see what you have to say about it you want me to tell tell you right now so it's just the one part where um he kills the three wall street journalists Mm -hmm. folks on the train yeah it was a great scene everything about it was great it's fucking intense the the public perception to that was what i had a hard time being like but now Chris said, like, it's Gotham City. The, yeah, and that's why. So differently. I, that's why, like, literally, if like, you think about Gotham in a comic, that's how, that's how I feel. If well, three people like that got shot in real life, you wouldn't be seeing people like, yeah, yeah. Well, well, see, that's the thing. That's the thing about this plot device is, like, you don't know what is or isn't real. Because even when yep. Zazie Beats was like, I thought those guys were heroes. Like, that wasn't even real. He wasn't even hanging out with her. So all that public, yep. all that public perception could have just been his uh, delusions of grandeur. Which and I think that's what's so fucking awesome about this movie is that it can be interpreted and you just, you don't know what is or isn't. And I think that is quintessentially but, a joke. But we do because... Those jokers were filled on the train, and that's how he lost those detectives. He couldn't have lost them any other way. They were like taking masks off. He took their masks. Yeah. So yeah, like in right. that way, there's unreliable narrator, but in that yeah, sense, yeah, that yeah. that actually happened. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the whole point. Right after uh, old girl is like, you won't be able to get your meds anymore, and he's like, well, what will I do? That everything after that, if you really want to, if you really want to, every single thing that happens after that, you could be like, this shit's all just happening in his head. Yeah. So they even get to that end scene where he's talking, where he's in, um, almost said Azkaban, where he's in Arkham, and the lady it looks the same, she's kind of dressed the same, it's framed the same, and like it feels like, oh, was this interview just going on the whole time? Like, has he always just been in here? Like, you don't know. And I mean, that's kind of the fucking Joker. He's a nameless orphan kid whose story is different depending on how you want it to be so i want to clear this up because i've heard well i i remember when we were watching the trailers we we got a lot of not hate in the comments but there were definitely a lot of vocalization about this this is not the same joker as heath ledger this is arthur arthur fleck the the joker does not have a backstory Uh, for me this is the person that inspires the future joker because I, i i think that this joker is a completely separate entity from the the criminal mastermind that yeah. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. Obviously, they used a lot of um, what the Joker did, but for me, this is not 
the same joke. So one of the reasons why I came to that same thing too is because like if you look at like Heath Ledger's Joker, he's able to build a bomb, build two bombs, put them on separate boats, give the detonators to each of them, and come up with this like really convoluted, ridiculous fucking plan of like, hey, you guys have an hour to blow each other up, or I'm gonna blow both of you up. And like Arthur Fleck's Joker is much more of like pure chaos happenstance. Like he's just doing shit. You know what I mean? He yeah. doesn't. He hey, never seems like he has a plan or po- a plot. Podcast might have frozen. No, it's just your. Uh, oh, maybe because yeah, I was I had to get off my Wi-Fi so I could keep up with the comments because I think the internet might be. I my, mean, my Wi-Fi just disconnected. Says I'm moving over on our end. Yeah, I'm moving on my end. Uh, hold on, skip a lot. Comment. Yeah, no. Says we're still alive. Okay. All right. Uh, guys, if you can see that we're still alive, let me know. We got one person. No, okay, we're good. Everybody, yeah, everybody no, says we we're gooch, good. We good. We good. So, um, yeah, man, that's just that's just. I think that's a solid difference between mm-hmm. them. Uh, with me, <clears throat> so yeah, I already said I thought the movie was good. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna. I might. I'm gonna probably watch it like once or twice more. But like when I think about. It's hard to not compare it to Dark Knight because Dark Knight was like the probably like the first DC movie that I was like, oh shit, yep. that you know that wasn't like any of the old ones. Well, fuck Schumacher, but like it wasn't like it wasn't the um, damn I can't think of his name uh, Tim Burton ones or anything like that. It was like I was like I'm an adult. I kind of like film films. I was like, oh, this comic book movie feels like a whole entire fucking film. This mm-hmm. is tight, right? And then I saw Joker, and I'm like, I need to watch it a few more times because it didn't hit with me like that immediately. But what I do think is going to happen is that Joker is going to change the way that people are able to make comic book movies in the future, mm-hmm. which is going to be fucking tight. Like, regardless about how you feel about the film, it's a moment. It really is. And it's like, hey, um, this is probably one of the first comic book movies that, and I disagree with Todd, uh, what's his name? Todd Phillips, that's mm-hmm. his name. I disagree with Todd Phillips saying he was trying to make like a real film because I think that plenty of the other comic book movies are a real film, but this one actually mm-hmm. feels like, it almost feels like an indie film. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even it's, though it's a fucking huge studio blockbuster. Yeah. What? Uh, go, go, no, go, no. Go. The, the, going along your lines. So Dark Knight was the movie that got me into the whole superhero world, like with Marvel and all that stuff. So that's, that introduced me to that. So that will always have a special place for me. With this movie, and then like from that, and after watching Dark Knight and every comic book movie, it felt like a fucking movie. It felt like an action movie. It felt like this is fake. Like you're in a you're different universe. But with this Joker movie, like this shit can't fucking happen. It feels really, really real. Like, yeah. Yeah. like this. Like we want to say this is a comic book movie, but. This can also be real life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel you on that. I am with Surge on the suspension of disbelief for how the, the, the crowd and the people actually react. But being that it's Gotham and Gotham has always been a yeah, fucking degrading that, shithole. Yeah. Makes plenty of sense. I, I like the way you, you put it, too. Like when we were talking about the, the uh, right after we had got done watching it, um, when we were talking about how it connects with Batman's origins, like you, you were saying, like aside from a Joker origin, it's kind of like a Gotham origin. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. All, the, all the criminal activity right. started like because of this. Yeah, I, I like the way you put that. And like maybe everyone else decided to be in like accentuated, exaggerated version of themselves as a villain because of the Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he finally took it there. Um, so when I was talking it, by about, way, it is like freezing every like five seconds or so. It's like hiccuping, like a little stutters every five seconds but i don't yeah. know how to fix my video is not even loading but the chat seems to be going All right. okay maybe so it's just everybody me. on wi-fi i took myself off of i'm taking myself off and this computer is on the new wi-fi otherwise it wouldn't be working right yeah, yeah. it totally is uh i mean i don't know 
how to fix our internet problem. Well, sorry about that, guys. When it's up later, I don't think that stutter will be there. Yeah, once we, uh, we're recording on all fronts, so if it's stuttering now, it's going to be going up, and it'll be in a regular format that you'll be able to listen to. So uh, what I was going to say was, when we are talking about if a movie's going to be like 9 out of 10 for me or 10 out of 10, it does need to be firing on all cylinders, which mm-hmm. we're saying. Uh, there's some story elements, like uh, his big speech towards the end, which I kind of felt is just a little bit cliche, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like... Uh, and it also it reminded me of a lot of other movies while I was watching it. And like I know that that's what Todd Phillips was going for. Mm-hmm. But it's like when when Tarantino does it, it feels like there it's an homage. And like I'm not super thinking about, oh, he's doing that one thing from that one very specific Western movie. But when I was watching this one, I was like, damn, this feels a lot like fucking Taxi. Mm-hmm. Like a, a shit ton. Or mm-hmm. like... Um, Taxi, just, taxi driver. Taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Not taxi with uh, a with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that was a great movie, Taxi. <laughs> it felt a lot like that one. But, uh, you know, he felt like Travis Bickle at times. Um, it just, like, it, it. there were moments in it where when I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking about the movies that it's inspiring me to think about. And I feel like I wanted a movie to be like, while I'm in the movie, I'm only thinking, like, I'm like, oh, that's a cool, like, snip and a callback. Yeah. But I don't know. They're just... There's just elements of it where I was like, fuck, man, this feels a lot like Taxi Driver. Like, it really yeah. does. But, and I'm not saying that that's a detriment to the movie. I just like it when I can be sitting in a movie and be like, yeah. I still feel here. like Taxi Driver was a different movie because that was about, like, a, a war vet. And this is, like, mental health of, like, but I mean, someone that same, was abused as a child. Yeah, same, along the same veins. But, you know, it's not like he was looking in the mirror going, you talking to me? Yeah. You talking I mean, to I'm me? not saying it's the but, exact same, but I'm saying they, they don't like, nah, it's they don't like though, the rest of society. Just, They're like, you know, he didn't exactly say there's fucking scum in the streets, but... He feels like that, you know, with his big speech at the end, too. He's given all that. And I don't know. I just. So with the with his speech at the end, obviously. So I'm here's the um, or I think you have a question about this. I don't want to jump ahead. Like the what the what is the message of the movie? Yeah, yeah we're, we're moving there. Yeah, so if you uh, want okay, to, okay. we can I'll be talk talking about Joaquin, about Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix's performance. Oh, my God. I It's amazing. Yeah, Like yeah. amazing that that uh, he I heard he worked on the laugh first and there's really two laughs. There's the out of control one and then the positive one that he just uses on like the daily basis, the more high pitch. And I think it scares me because it sounds like mine. <laughs> so is the Joker confirmed. Both were amazing. I mean, the, the way I mean, the bottom half of his face is an uncontrollable laughter, but you can see the pain in the eyes and yeah. wanting to stop it in the eyes. It's just like, holy shit. So like one thing that like I when I knew about his performance, like okay, this this dude is like a legit okay, actor. Now, now it's legit froze. OK, I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's not. Go on. Pat. Uh, no. So one thing that like, going along with what Mickey was saying was. The when the way he laughs and then you can see him tear up like as an actor you can't like it's impossible to do something like that like unless it's like tears of joy but like those weren't tears of joy because like you saw his eyes and they they didn't look like he was happy at all yeah, yeah. and it, it's phenomenal for him to laugh uncontrollably like that on cue yeah there is I mean for him to be able to just control his face like that and and control his muscles and his yeah to, and what kind of space. and then like he's choking like all all that yeah. like yeah. he he I feel like he must like again this is gonna be insensitive I feel like he may have gone to like mentally ill hospital and studied people and how they do th- and I feel like I don't they, really think it's intensive but yeah uh, just, yeah, yeah no, you know, for I, sure, for sure. somebody get into get into the role I mean, Joaquin Phoenix has always been a solid actor. Chris, you're not wired in. No, because there's nowhere to wire it in. I've always used this one right here. This one has been used for every single podcast I've ever done. This bigger thing over here? Yeah, it has the 
If you want to drag over an Ethernet wire, we can totally get one this over here and we can difficulties music. Slot down the podcast and re-put it back up. Yeah. I don't think so because the podcast is going to be going up on multiple podcast formats. You'll be able to find it on Stitcher. You'll be able to find it on Spotify. You'll be able to find it on iTunes and Google Podcasts. So if there's a moment right now or in this podcast where it's not flowing, don't worry. You will be able to listen to it later in its full podcast glory. Um, and then just go more along the speed. Like again, you guys has acted as far as facial expressions, but someone again. Someone's mentally ill, and the way they walk and talk, you know that person's mentally ill. And the way he, like, he is not mentally ill, but I could just from the first scene, I was like, holy shit. The way he's running, the way he ta- walks, and the way it was his hand language, I was like, this dude is legitly an actor who's mentally ill. Just, yeah. the, just the social awkwardness. Yeah. That's why yeah, it was, believe it. like, he did such a good job that I believed he was. And mm-hmm. I was like, just watching a documentary of yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he actually got skinnier for the role or what. Oh, but yeah, for sure. It seemed oh. like it. And in lesser hands, <coughs> this movie would not have done as well. It did. No. It did. Like, if Joaquin Phoenix was not playing the role. Jerry Leto would have pulled us off. Yeah, he excelled the script. Like, I think the script was, like, good. But Joaquin Phoenix took that script and made it, like, yeah. way better. So it's I like... Said, I know it's way off, but it's like Men in Black. Like, I think Men in Black is a great fucking movie that I've seen 10 times, but if Will Smith wasn't in it, I don't know if I'd feel the same way. So this Joaquin Phoenix performance reminded me of his I'm Still Here performance, which is a mockumentary he did with Casey Affleck, where Joaquin Phoenix is, uh, he's like, I'm done being an actor, and he tries to be a rapper, and he's like fucking with P. Diddy in it. It's a really weird movie. Yeah. Where, like, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was losing his fucking mind. And like, appar- I literally, And apparently not. Yeah, right? I saw that movie, and I was like, Oh, Joaquin Phoenix is sick, yeah. and like some assholes following him around with a camera, documenting his like mental breakdown. Well, because uh, he he even went on uh, David Letterman, and he had a really awkward, very awkward interview, and for, yeah. uh, and he made me believe that he had fallen off the deep end. I'm like, damn. So for him to <laughs> I'm so sorry. be able to uh, pull that off, and then he came back, came back, and then I think <laughs> I've seen this. Mi- sorry, go on. the right. next movie I saw, man, after that was like her, which uh, once again, <laughs> fucking that. phenomenal because it's really just Joaquin Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson's voice, like straight carrying a fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So, dude can knock it out of the park. I think he's the perfect person to play a role like this. I thought it was going to be weird at first when I was like, "What the fuck are they getting at?" But then it feels like a Scorsese Joker movie. <laughs> All right, so guys, we're back. We're back to talk about the Joker. Very careful with all those wires by your feet. It just looks haphazardly in your shoe. Yep. Like, oh my god! Like, oh, right. oh, that whole thing fell. All right, cool. Listen, nobody move. No, nobody move. Anywhere. Nobody breathe. The whole entire table is set to explode. <sighs> this thing breathe, over here, the internet will break. It's all. It's all fucked. All right. So we were talking about Joaquin Phoenix's performance. We were talking about. Uh, I said it reminded me of his crazy mockumentary. Turns out, dude's a great actor. He can play uh, unsettled very well. Sweet. So now, uh, favorite character in the movie and why? Besides the Joker? Yes, besides the okay. Joker. Can I go? Oh, man. Sure. Uh, uh, no, if it is the Joker. If all yours is the Joker and you all have different reasons why you like him, go for it. No, I, I will say Joker was my favorite, but I'll pick somebody different. Um, and I, I did not look off your cheeky when I thought of this guy. No, you're good. Um, I because I like this guy, Robert De Niro. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was, I think Murray. Yeah, he Robert De Niro. I've never seen him play that role before because I always seen him in funny movies. Not really. Really? In, yeah. Oh shit. I actually no. Departed. Was he in Departed? 
No, no, he no, probably no. saw him like meet the parents. Yeah, and, like, some for real. Yeah. He, he was more. You saw him out like, of his. Uh, uh, I was like flamboyant. Like he was more like he doesn't yeah, usually he, do he's stuff a, he's like a, he's that. He's a stiff guy. He's, he's a, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, in Goodfellas and that's because like, that's where I know De Niro from. I think what he's trying to say, he usually plays like the stiff, like you know, macho kind of. Yeah, roles. and like this guy, he's like he's like he's a host. He's happy going. Okay. He's like you know he's like like everyone like wants to be around him. He's relatable. But anyways. I like the way how he gave because uh, again, well, it's not really his acting role, but I like I like the character. He gave um, the Joker a chance, like to like explain the side of the story, even though when everyone's like, "Hey, let him go, he's crazy," or like, "We don't want this kind of attention," he's like, yeah. "No." Like, he was it was this t- TV show, and he wanted like the, everyone's telling him, "No, bring him on," and they're like, the, "He wanted them on," so it just showed wow. that, that the time and right, like even no matter what, like people are willing to take risks. Even in their crafts. See, I took it as yeah. though that Maury was doing it because he knew it was going to be good for ratings. Uh, I didn't think he was doing it because he's like, I want to hear you know this guy's side of the story. Okay, because he yeah, was like, yeah. I but think he brought him there. Risks. He brought him there to like, like low key bully him. Like he was like, this dude sucked at the comedy show. He's going to come here and he's going. He's like Edward Hong. You remember that one dude from American Idol That's who sung one. terribly and like they toured this motherfucker around the world? William Hung. William Hung. What did I say? He made Edward. an album. He, he did a fucking album. Mm-hmm. So like, I thought it was like that, where like he was the punchline of the joke, and Maury was like, "We're gonna bring this guy on and like low key roast him, or I just could, let him like you know fuck himself up and laugh at him." Like I, I thought that was the point. But he has some genuine concern for him too. I feel yeah, like. I, I could kind of see both because like he, I mean, when we when, when he was they had the interactions, he didn't seem like too, bullying. Yeah, too bullying uh, of a person. I interpreted it as bullying. he wanted a fucking ratings. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that, that could still be a risk. I mean, yeah. everyone was literally telling him, hey, let's not do this. <laughs> this clown protest outside. Like, we can't do this right now. It's another reason why I think that was real. But, you know, he, he had been given ample opportunity to not bring him on. I, yeah. think, I think he kind of brought that on himself. So I wasn't saying that he wasn't, it wasn't a risk. I was just saying that like, I didn't interpret him as he was like, I want to hear this guy's side of the story. Like I want this guy to give a chance to like speak for himself and tell people like what he's going through. I literally thought it was going to be like, yo, like let's fucking like fuck him up. So I don't disagree with you. And now I'm talking to you guys both. That makes sense. But don't you think it's still, he gave him a chance to say his side of the story because he was able to be on the show and the masses heard of his side of the story. So even though he brought him, his intent was to bully him. But the masses heard about his side of his story. But he gave him the he platform. Gave, but he gave him the platform. Yeah. So, I mean, he. I think he rolled the dice, Maury. And I think he, he, he lost because, like, that's the last thing anybody needed was for the fucking Joker to get on TV. I mean, we saw Dark Knight. We saw that shit went. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was the last thing that needs to happen. Yeah. And it fucking blew up in everybody's face. Um, My favorite character, not because I like the character because she was barely in it, but Zazie Beats because I have a huge crush on Zazie Beats. Hi, Zazie. If you're watching this, you're not watching this, but hi, Zazie. Also, hi. Zazie. Hi, as well. I also, started watching crush. Atlanta again. She's she's really good in that. She's, she's fine. We, we really enjoy your work. <laughs> uh, Miles, oh, were you going to go? Yeah, I, was, I like De Niro as well, just for the subtle nod to Taxi Driver. So it shows that, you know, the filmmakers were aware of what this was. Yeah. I mean, that was definitely a purposeful choice of casting. Oh, and King's a, uh, King of Comedy. Oh, yeah. I, Scorsese flick. Yeah, and it's just, I was going to say that's just interesting that, uh, you know, Scorsese directed Taxi Driver, right? Yeah. And he's the one that says, uh, like, he just recently was saying that comic book movies are theme park rides, not films. Yeah. And I wonder what he would say about this movie. I mean, he'd probably say the same thing. And I'm like, that's how Scorsese feels. And I, I disagree with him. I do think that if we keep adding like 3D and all the extra shit that like 10 years from now, a comic book movie will just be like the Spider-Man theme park ride. But no, nah, man, 
plenty of these movies are actually films. Like, dude needs to get the. He doesn't need to get off his high horse. He's an old fucking dude. That's just how old people they they feel a certain way about the old yep. school. So yep. like let him let him be an old head. That's fine. Everybody's gonna stay on their new wave. Um, I dug Zazzy Beats in it because I was really thinking that she was going to be like this kind of counterbalance to the Joker. Where she was gonna bring him down and be like, hey, like I thought that him losing her was gonna be like the final straw. And I really thought that it was interesting that a woman like her would be interested romantically in a guy like the Joker. I saw, I was kind of being like, man, that's fucking weird. This is like an interesting way to take it. And then probably, probably about the hospital scene, I was like, okay, this, she's not real. Oh, you got it too. Like yeah. right around, because I was like, there was, I don't know, there's something about it. I, I'd have to watch it again to mm-hmm. feel like what it is that tipped me off, but I was like, Okay, like, because it's, I mean, it's a movie about a character who has psychological issues. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's not cliche per se, but like, I tried to watch fucking Fight Club with Marquetta, and like, when I first time I watched Fight Club, blew my mind. Marquetta's never seen a movie, and about halfway through, she's like, and one of these guys isn't real, right? I was like, fuck, like, fuck man, how do you know? She's like, I don't know, I've seen movies before. Like, it's become, it's like written into the culture now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. some people can just see that shit coming. So what was the hint that told you that she was fake in the, uh, in the hospital room when she was com- like, Comfort him because I, I I thought that was real. I, I know the fake part was when he rushed into the room. Yeah, that's when I was like into her apartment. But like, so I thought he was creepy a bunch in general, and I was weirded out by why she wasn't weirded out by the creepiness. Like his creepiness is it's very obvious. Like he fucking followed her to work and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That that's weird, right? But then when um when I don't know she like left the room and just didn't come back and and I don't know it was just okay there was something so about that scene that just I don't know what it is man but I had that as my moment that I liked like the little, little mid movie twist yeah like it was a little tiny twist and I didn't see it coming at all Corey called it yeah. right in front of me she was like she's not real and I was like no she's real <laughs> oh, no, it's something it's something there man I, I guess there was a like Red Letter Media's review they said that there was a there was like a kind of a hallucination scene earlier in the movie. The one where he's on, where off. he's on stage talking with Murray Murray. He's like, uh, yeah. if I had oh, a son, yeah. he'd be just yeah, like yeah. you. Cause like, yeah, that shit never happened. It, it shows you that he suffers from, you know, delusions of grandeur. That yeah. one was in the moment. This one, I felt like, I felt like it was believable. Like she was in the hospital with him and like time had passed and they were getting closer. So yeah, as my yeah. moment real I, quick, I, I, I enjoyed that because it was just, we were seeing this guy get shit on and, all I'm thinking is at least he has this one human connection. Yeah. And then when that twist happens, it's like, fuck, he's alone. He's been alone. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I, 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 um, so when with Zazie and all the stuff that was happening in the hotel, like I thought that she was going to be a good counterplay to him in general. And then he did still kind of lose her. And that was his thing that pushed him, like not pushed him over the edge, but that was the thing that was like, Oh shit. Like, and I really liked how they did it because he went and sat in the room and I, I was having a spatial time, a hard time at figuring out how their living room is set up. Cause like after he shot that hole in the wall and then like, I like, I kept thinking in my head that this movie's going to like pull some fucking shit like Westworld any moment now. And then when he goes into that room, I'm like, Oh, his mom like redid the couch. Like when did that happen? He's sitting down. I'm like, now there's like kids toys around and shit. And then I'm thinking like, has he always been with her? Do he always live here? And then when she comes in and she's scared, I was like, Oh, like, okay. So like that whole moment, like I still, even though like I had hints of it coming, I still like the way that it landed. Yeah. And he's like, what? And she's like, you know, you're the dude from down the hall. She doesn't call him by his name or any of yeah, that. She's like, yeah. you got to go. Like my daughter. So you're like, she's like pleading for her life, like low key. And you're like, fuck. Okay. Like that. I thought oh, that was interesting, man. I, I, I learned to accept the relationship like as the movie went on. Cause I mean, you just don't have a choice, but like, I thought it was totally weird. Like I was like, why the fuck would she be into him? Like, right. He's like, were you following me all day? Mm, that's hot. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. That was one of those movie <laughs> things. Like, Oh, I guess some girls are like this. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was weird. From, I thought it was weird from the get go. And, but like it, it, the movie does a good job of just making you kind of just 
believe it i guess can i throw something in there yeah. so remember the scene where i guess he had a rough time and something would happen then he went to her room and they started making out whatnot yeah. mm. so after that his swag just changed like he had confidence so that's when i thought it was that's why i was like it was, yeah. this is real like yeah. well, like you know he just told us like he got swag now yeah. he's got confidence because he was more confident after that so I, I that's why i didn't realize it was like you couldn't tell it was fake yeah. at that point Shit, it's all in his head man he thinks he's like that but like he's not like they got that part where he's in the uh comedy theater and he's laughing at all the wrong parts of the jokes. <laughs> and like, yeah. I was like, is he doing like a fucking bit? But like no one else in the crowd's laughing. And it's just like him. Like, I think that's like, that's like your hint that like, this dude doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like at all. Like society is wholeheartedly one way. And he is literally on the offbeat. Yeah. And, 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 like, and, 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 and the parts that everybody else was laughing, he'd be like, what the fuck is so funny? Like, yeah. <laughs> so then like, I, I, you can't trust this fucking dude. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I, I do think like he could you know, he could not be the Joker Joker like you guys were saying, but I could see this still being the Joker because like you said, he got all that swag and confidence and might have been in his own machinations, but he did exude confidence. I think he, he was kind of together for a little bit when he felt like he was doing something and people were noticing him. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, go on. All right, I'll go ahead and finish your thought. Um, <coughs> I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh my bad. Um, well, I, I do, the only thing is just like how old he is, and like I just feel like by the time Bruce becomes Batman, like He'd this, be an old man. this guy oh, yeah. will be near uh, death. Like Batman, hmm, let's say, let's say like ten years that Bruce would be Batman. So like a eighteen year old Batman. So I, I think it's not too much of a stretch because by that time, Joker will have been out of Arkham. He has an army of people that'll just do whatever he says because they probably view him as a god or icon. Yeah. And so with all that, because this, he just luckily got a gun from somebody luckily mm -hmm. was in the right place at the right time but yeah, now, yeah if he like has all these resources i could see him being the I, joker i mean even with his backstory there's still a level of mystery because he was adopted so you don't really know where, yeah. where he came from or what that fucking like you know relationship was like I, maybe, maybe he was fucked up from the previous parents too like really dug the uh the thomas wayne shit where he's kind of an asshole and i was like okay this is like this is some interesting shit like you know wouldn't it be and then there's a brief moment where you thinking they were going to be brothers and like you thought that their lives were going to be intertwined but then like because they're not yeah. because of the shit joker does anyway their lives end up being intertwined so like i thought it was kind of cool at they're first brothers. Like, they're fucking brothers so i was yeah. i was like that'll be a bit much but like in a way now like they are like they are there like Joker helps to create Batman essentially but like with Thomas Wayne being an asshole and like even like punching him also like this the subtle nods where he's just like you know I'm the rich dude I can fix the problems of Gotham and like obviously Gotham has been trying to the, the fucking poor should eat the rich they've been doing that shit you know since fucking yeah. forever it's even the big plot in uh, Rise of the Dark Knight or you know which one so <laughs> yeah just Thomas Wayne like as as an asshole is interesting because you only only thing we ever really get from Batman's dad is that he built this train system, he built this hub, he built this company, and he's fucking dead. And to give him some more color and be like, oh yeah, he's also a fucking prick though. Like I thought that was kind of tight. So one thing I, I kind of mentioned when I was watching this movie was I was surprised by how they uh, pictured Thomas Wayne because if every I, I used to watch Gotham the TV show and I used to watch other Batman stuff and like every, again I know it's come from Batman himself so obviously he's going to talk in a good light about his dad or other people around but when other people talk about Thomas Wayne they had nothing but good things to say about him yeah and like I thought he was like I know he was a rich guy and people wanted like 
you know, they want to put that stigma of rich people like this. But I thought he was like one of the Bill Gates guys. Like, you know, yeah, he's yeah. rich, but he's more humanitarian. He's more societal based because, but in the movie, they were like treat more, again, they were trying to make him portray more of as like a, um, a Donald Trump. Like he didn't give yeah. a fuck about the poor people. He was like, I'm doing you guys a fucking favor. Yeah, he was also like, never ran for politics before, but yeah. everyone was like, he should be the mayor. Like, right. So, was a I mean, knot. like maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought that he was still, he could have been a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like punching, Arthur in the face there is kind of reasonable at that point. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. I'm yeah, just, but I think like, he'd be like, nice on the We don't guy. know who he was running against. He probably did have the best intentions for Gotham. And maybe I'm just going off of the Thomas Wayne I think I know, you know? Yeah. Maybe not this one. But he. Uh, oh, by the way, someone said, did you see the super, the super Rats mention? Is that like a Penguin reference or something? No, no, no. The, the, the pe- people are saying, like, this. Like somebody asked, did they film this in New York because they were like literal huge ass fucking rats? Just straight capybaras. Yeah. No, no. There was like on the news, weren't they saying like there's super rats? Oh, really? Oh, oh I must have missed that. It was hard for me to catch some of the news stuff on it. Uh, yeah. I was in the IMAX and when it's moving. I'm sorry, I'm like jumping on. around all over a film buff. I do think the big moment with the crowd at the end was real because every fake moment in this movie that was there was shown to us that okay, this was fake. Yeah. Like other all the other things were real. I so the thing that I think that they do that's it, and it's not confusing. It's probably one of the reasons why the movie warrants a second watch. Is like, so what this motherfucker survives a car crash like two car crashes where other people die in and he's fine and he pulls out and like he's standing on top of the car like how like it feels like it is a delusion but also it's a comic book movie so like that's is it a delusion or is it the shit that's happening in the universe and like that's why i like this movie because it could go <laughs> both ways like that's i i i don't know you i, I think that's I, I think that's awesome yeah oh yeah so um Moving down. down. We are going to talk about the controversy at the end, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, the next question is, what do you think the message or the theme of the movie is? And then the next one is into like the the controversy around all the other shit. Ooh. Can I go? Yes. Jump, (laughs) jump right on at it. Okay. So I think the message of the movie is, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I think it's, it's maybe society creates its own monsters, but then at the same time, you look at Arthur Fleck and his background. Obviously, he was abused. And me and Pat are also watching Mindhunter right yeah. now, not for reactions, just on our own time. But I'm looking at, like uh, I'll I'll take are you allowed to do uh, that? I'll, I'll take him and contrast him with BTK. BTK has a roof over his head, a wife, normal middle. This isn't supposed to be the big what, dude. What is yeah, normal normal middle class kind of family? Explain BTK to people that don't. BTK know. is bind torture kill. He was a famous serial killer that killed from seventy six to ninety one and was never caught until he intentionally fucked up and got himself caught. But basically, I don't know much about his backstory yet either. But like uh, upbringing has a lot to do with it. But the thing with Arthur Fleck is like we definitely sympathize with him and we definitely are made to feel sorry for him and and even the speech at the end like you brought me here to make fun of me like you you created me type thing but arthur was kind of fucked up from like kind of the get-go and this could be because he was abused and it's evidenced by his definitely yeah it's evidenced by the notebook every time the notebook comes out it was very subtle they never really focused on it but like i don't know if that was like a diary or he kept like funny shit in there but it was like would, notes remember his his social worker was telling yeah. him to write things down right right it was so, also super so, sexual too they were exactly like, exactly that's what i was trying to get at you they would show flashes of these like images where it was like naked women sometimes like a cross over their face so he's he's had really fucked up thoughts so it's like it's this contra i, I think it's it's that thing of like he's crazy but when you're crazy you don't know you're crazy and yeah. so like 
he does a good job of trying to be sympathetic, but that I do I do feel like he knew he was though because he was seeking help. He was he was already seeking a social worker, and then the city cut funding, and then he could no longer take his meds anymore. Right, like he was he. I think he tried everything that he was supposed to reasonably try. Yeah, and 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 that's the fine balance because like he is a fucked up individual, but society is also fucked Fucked up. up. It's all fucked up. It's just all fucked up. I just want to elaborate on what you just said. I totally agree. 100% 100% agree that society creates the monsters the way that they, they, they created Joker. Um, as far as, like, again, I don't know the backstory on this movie because it's been like a week since we watched it, so you guys can help me out. He was adopted by his the mother who was also delusional. So yeah. obviously, yeah. obviously, whatever mental illness she had, she did not pass it on to him because he was adopted. Possibly, yeah. or also he was hit really hard in the head by like a radiator or some shit. Oh, he got handcuffed to a radiator, to radiator and yeah. then like he had the trauma to his head. So, I, oh, so it, was, it wasn't his mother, it was his mother's boyfriend that did that to him. Yeah, yeah but the mom like it. said, let it happen. Let, let it happen. So like, obviously he saw that, like when you're a young kid and you see all this shit um, and you somehow like, was, like he was a kid growing up as an ad- adopted, so he probably didn't have that many friends. He was probably in a bad light already. He was probably in the dark zone. Yeah. And then now on top of that, you have a horrible mother and then you get abused. Like you just said, it's not like he may have he may have been okay normal but all that shit make him crazy because again mm-hmm. he's lonely he has no one to talk to so yeah. all that shit you have no one to talk to now you're getting abused so you have no one to talk to you about your abuse all that shit festers in your head as long as more and more it festers in your head now more and more that shit becomes real because you have no one can tell you that's wrong so more and more that becomes real in your head yeah now you just go out like you may have created your own self as being crazy he may not be crazy born mm-hmm. but he made himself crazy and it's not it's not anyone it wasn't his fault it wasn't his mother's fault but it was just it was it was just in a bad situation that he was in. Yeah. Now, as far as the society's fault, this is where I say it was society's fault on like him becoming that person he is not because he's crazy was because look, I they took funding away. He was like yep. what he said. They he was legitimately trying to be on the narrow path. Yep. He wanted to change his life around. He that was his goal. He 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 had goals. Like he was wanting to be a comedian. He want like any normal person they have goals they want to pursue. But as soon as something like your anchor, like your medicine that's supposed to get you there, doesn't get you there, and they take that away. And then now you take you take his social worker away, and now again he's back to where he was a little kid, being alone, no one to talk to anymore. He's secluded by his crazy mother. Now you have a crazy mother giving you delusional theories yep. or whatever, and now you just fester that in your head, and you're already crazy. It, it just it, it was just a bad mix. Um, and I'm now I'm just rambling off of your shit, but I just well, I feel you, man, because like it's the. I think the theme of the movie, or especially what I caught from the movie, and I, I get on the same thing too, is that, hey, there was this social safety net that was built, and like funding has been cut for it, right? And who knows who's to blame? There's obviously some politics in play there, and without this fucking funding, you can get a dude like the Joker, and then also, he's a fucking mentally ill dude who gets like an unregistered handgun. So like, that's it. He's like, poof, I got the gun, I've already got this mental health issues, and then like my social safety net's gone. What's up? So, some... No, go on with your point. I don't want to interrupt your point. This is about Thomas Wayne and whether or not he's actually Arthur Fleck's father. I I don't think that. I mean, I thought it was. I thought the movie made it clear that he was adopted. Yeah, no, uh, the movie. I felt like it made it one hundred percent. Yeah, well, like I've I've seen a few messages in the chat now. People saying like, "Are they brothers? Like, is like I think Thomas Wayne really is Arthur Fleck's mom. I don't think so. There were adoption papers. His mom was clearly a little insane. That's why he killed her. And yeah, yeah, that, that, that's it. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, like, dude essentially had all the things set up to make him a mass shooter. And, like, I think if even if 
the movie's playing around with the idea that it's obviously saying something about that because I don't know how it could not be when those are all the conversations that we usually have around mass shootings in America and shit. And yeah. then he goes to like pop three rich dudes and the whole fucking country freaks out or the whole city freaks out, but they freak out in a way that's like for him and for that because there's already this class warfare. So it, I, when it comes to those messages, like I, I, you, I think you got to take away what you can, what you can from it because of the unreliable narrative narrator. And mm -hmm. like some of it seems a little muddy. And I don't know if that's because it was written to be muddy because that's the way that he's seeing it. And he's the one that's telling, telling us to it. Yeah. You know, even like there was the, the moment in the hospital, the great ass <laughs> moment when he drops that gun and it's like full of tension and it's funny and it's scary. Like all that shit seemed like those were the real things that were happening to this guy that was leading him down this path. And then like, his meds were gone and that was it. And then he was just like, fuck it. It was the only thing that was left for him to be normalcy was those meds. Cause like, yeah, and his mom and, and his mom. And well, his, like, be, if you're a kid and you're being abused and your mom was like the reason why it's going to fuck the shit out of you. And like, it just shows that. And like you said, like mass murders are created through mental illnesses, but then also we could prevent that shit. Like legitly prevent. But, but you can't prevent home life. Like you, nobody knows what goes on. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you could be mentally ill, but mentally ill does not include mass murders. Yeah. But you know, like that mm -hmm. is not a, a correlation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think mentally ill does not, like people are saying we gave a mentally ill a, a person a gun. That should, that's, I don't want people to think, okay, if we give a mentally ill person a gun, they just automatically become a mass shooter. That's, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's like, it's just in the situation that you're in. I don't think every mental ill person should not have a mental we, we are reading the know. comments, guys. I don't the, know. Everybody keeps talking about uh, a picture. Because mentally awesome. A picture with super rats versus super cats, apparently. No, no, no there was no, a no, picture no, of Thomas a, Wayne. There was a picture. Mm -hmm. And um, I am having a hard time recalling. So I, I'm going to go see this movie again. So Yeah, we saw the movie once. If there's stuff that we're missing, I mean, this is essentially our first viewing and us talking about it. We are going to see it again because, like I said, it's the type but, of movie that requires But that. the thing is, with this movie, it, I think it is intentionally written muddy. Like some people, I, I mean, I like like the debate that we're having is whether he is or isn't but is or isn't is the whole point of this movie because we're experiencing it from arthur fleck's mind and so i really don't think you can flat out say anything is 100 percent sure in this movie because you just yeah. don't know and that's what i personally and in this world because yeah like that, that's said, what i personally like about this movie is like it is so interpretable someone said like you don't have to be mentally ill also to be do something like the joker did yeah like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah it's obviously people are just like that so um, what oh, did you guys think? Oh, can I just add one thing to the mom thing? So, so he probably developed the laugh thing pretty early in his childhood because she kept saying he was a he was he was always such a happy boy. Yeah, and so he probably laugh you know developed it. It's so fucked up, dude. Um, that, that that scene where he's like discovering the adoption file in the stairwell. That was oh man with dude, Walking Phoenix's performance was. Fuck, two people did, from like, Atlanta in this movie. Goosebumps, yep, like straight, and a lot of um, smaller actors that I haven't seen in so long. I'll, I'll, I'm going to look their names up, but I saw so many, not cameos, but like there were a lot of smaller actors that are recognized from like, like there was one guy in there from Mad TV. Um, I'm, I'm going to look their names up. But go on. So, all right, there's a. Pretty much the last point we're talking about is all the controversy surrounding the film. Wait, can I talk about what I think the film was about? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Everybody oh. went to me. I forgot. Um, I think it's, yeah, mental health. But, you know, it's, it's, it's about being more aware of mental health. Like these days, we have a strong focus. Yesterday was World Mental Health Day. It probably would have been nice to release Joker yesterday, right? But I think there's, a, it's, it's almost like people saying thoughts and prayers 
when we say like we need to be more bet like we need to be more knowledgeable about mental health like let's let's actually do that yeah because i was talking in the review about this is you know this is a bad example what's a comment i read but it's like you know when you're in elementary school and there's an autistic kid in your class and you don't even know what autistic means at that point but you just know that there's a kid in your class who's different and you're not told anything about him what his affliction is why he's like that and i think we as a society like that black woman who was just like don't fucking look at my son and even he gave her the card and she didn't even return the card like yeah. people need to be more reasonable and more knowledgeable and aware about all the different types of mental stigmas so like when we do interact with someone who's like could have the potential to be a monster we obviously we shouldn't think that about yeah. people but we, we, should we be, may we should help be resolve that like we, if we yeah. treat oh if we don't if we don't treat if we treat mentally people yeah. just like if we don't treat them as invisible people then i think it will change a lot of landscape like i think what happens yeah. is we treat them as a second citizen because they can't talk they can't do anything we have to take care of them so we're like okay let's just as long as we give them the bare necessities they'll be all right but Again, if you go to psychology and psychology, every human wants to be loved. Every human wants security and they want, you know, a connection. Well, if they don't have that and they're the only way they could get that is through their own head and their own in world, then it's just going to get fucked up. Yeah. You just you like and then so I feel like, again, it comes from elementary school. When we're in elementary school, they physically don't put these kids in the same classroom as us. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a mistake. And when they yeah. do, it's just like, oh, there's that kid. Like, yeah. There's there's no there's oh, no simulation. There has to be oh, easier way you, to integrate you know, people so yeah. that we can learn from a young age that we shouldn't be treating anybody with a mental illness like they're invisible. Like we need to tighten up society. One of my favorite shots from the film, actually, and I think this might have happened in the comedy club, but he is writing something down in his notebook and the camera pans to the notebook. And the th thing he wrote was, people expect you to behave as if you don't. The, fun I, the I, funny I part about mental love, illness is that, that people expect you to behave like you don't have it or something like that, right? No, 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 no. no. It's don't have it, but he stopped at don't. So it's like people expect you to behave as if you don't. And really, like anytime you had an interaction with anybody, it was weird. It was socially awkward. But yeah. Like he wasn't. It's it's awesome. I mean, everybody's guilty of that. Like I'm, I'm guilty of that when somebody just has a little bit too much energy. I'm like, OK, all right, cool. Like, you know, you're like you're trying to end the conversation and just kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, it, so yeah, aware, I but, think awareness but sometimes is a big part all, Sometimes of, all it needs is like acknowledging that they exist. Like, yeah. hi, like how, like maybe they're not can't communicate, but just like be in their presence. That's what yeah. they need sometimes. Like a, one video that made me think way differently of any autistic person or what they're going through is that it was like this, this girl who lived with autism her whole life, but just started like typing what she feels like she, otherwise she can't talk. She's like smears her fecal on the walls. She's like going like this. Like she's basically couldn't communicate until they finally figured out that she could type it like real oh, yeah, quick. Cool. And then when she was typing it, she was describing what she was feeling and that she's just, she does all that because it's like sensory overload. Like she's getting so much information in her head that like she can't process even it. comprehend yeah. it. And then like, that's when you're just like, ah, like, so I mean, it just makes you like, these people are all people. They're going through things, and if we just try to understand them, maybe they'd feel less invisible. And, I mean, it's hard, and that's why it gets pushed aside because the easy thing to do is pretend like they don't exist, and that's shitty. And that's when people get talked like that and treated like that, mm -hmm. you can get bigger problems into society. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Awesome. You guys want to talk about the controversy? Controversy. Okay, wait, before, can I mention How can the, it be so controversial? Look at the nice the, topics we're talking about, <laughs> and people want to say this was controversial. So the three people that, I, apparently Mark Marin was also in this movie at some point, but uh, the three people that I recognize, and I don't know from where, Josh Pies, Shea Wiggum, 
and Brian Callen. Those were the three actors. And it was just more of that, oh, yeah, that guy kind of moment. But it, it was nice to see some familiar faces. Mark in Maron. It. You know who Mark Maron is? He's a favorite comedian. He's got a podcast and stuff. Mark Maron, you have a podcast? Yeah, Mark Maron. Is Mark Maron's listening to our podcast? I'll tell you what. Thomas Wayne was played by someone from a show that I will not mention. <laughs> is it? Is it? Lost in yeah. space. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So listen, I here's my take on the controversy for the movie. I think I don't remember who it was, but the, the ass who said this movie is going to inspire incel violence had nothing to write about that day. And so he wrote that by writing that it's drummed up a shit ton of controversy. People on the right are freaking out. People on the left are freaking out. Everyone's talking about it. And the only person that's benefiting is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers somehow I just have to believe that they were like, if we manufacture just enough controversy around this movie, we'll get all the marketing. And like they did it. And it's, I don't think that they actually did it, but like it just worked so well for them because like this controversy just meant people had to go see it. People were like, I'm going to hate this movie, but I need to know what it's about. Everyone, everyone had videos out last week about it. There were literally my whole entire like YouTube, like subscription box. Everyone had a different video to say something about the Joker because right now it's happening in a moment. And it's like a cultural moment where everybody wants to like is ready to write some shit off before they see it or not. And then boom, they get to see it. And like, it's like, and I think that, if I, if I'm giving the film less credit than it's due is because all that shit has gotten caught up. Like, and I'm hearing it and I'm seeing it and in my head. It's, it's so big and grandiose that like, if I'd have never seen the movie, it probably lived on my head as being this fucking incomparable, crazy thing. But then you see it and it's grounded. And I'm like, damn, it's a good movie, but like, fuck, it's not worth any of this controversy. Like, why the fuck is anybody freaking out about this? Like, God damn it. Like, and then I, I don't know. I'm just thinking that it's going to be like, I've seen a Serbian film. That movie's fucking ridiculous. It's like, I don't know when you say, when people are freaking out about this shit on the news. It makes me think it's going to be the worst thing ever. It's going to be crazy Lars gory. Ventry, whatever, whatever his name is, who does like crazy butthole <laughs> testicle shots on it. I, I don't know. You know it wasn't, like, it wasn't bad. I think I was thinking about what you said about how if it was purposeful and I like, I was like, eh, I don't think so. Cause people freak out about stupid shit yeah. like video yeah. games. Mm-hmm. But I do think if that thread started Warner brothers, if they were smart, they would. Oh, I think they were just like, yeah, 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 yeah. The investors are probably all looking at each other. Like they're at the, I imagine. Cause even like Corey was like, Hey, you want like, want to see Joker tonight? I was like, really? Okay, let's go. And like, you know, it's just like you said, people that don't normally see movies just like, well, I got to see this because everyone's talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't, it's, it's blown out of proportion a little bit. I mean, I can see where the controversy is coming from, but like people were saying it's super gory. And there were like, I mean, it wasn't not gory, yeah, but literally four instances in a two hours. The the one with the midget. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The little person go by him. With the door. I was like, oh my God. Like that, that felt like Joker shit. You know what I mean? It's a joke. Like he's like, that's the joke. Like if he stole it as stand up, yeah. he'd be like, "The joke is, is that like I kill a guy, but then like he literally yeah. even slit the lock. Like he said it. Like that was the setup to the joke, and the punchline was he couldn't reach the lock. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that shit was like, like if the movie had just a little bit more, I was like, like oh my god. And what he yeah. said, you were always nice to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and look, see what happens, and being nice pays off. Yeah. Um, Shout I out did. to all 133 of you. I hope we have at least 100 likes on this video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please I did want to mention the joke that um, I hope my death makes more sense to my yes, life. Yes. Can I say something about that? Yeah. All right. So when he said that, I was like, and then the whole setup was like, oh, he's going to kill himself at the end of the thing. Because I thought that was what was going to happen. Yeah. I was surprised that he killed uh, 
the talk show host, Darren mm-hmm. Um But to going back to what uh, you guys were talking about, the controversy of like being manufactured or whatnot, I don't think it was being manufactured. I think what happens is just like in regular society, somebody says something and no one has has no context or has not seen anything, but they just wouldn't get riled up for no damn reason because they had too much coffee that fucking morning or something like that. Or I don't know, but they just want some, or they just want some attention, you know, so, yeah. for, for some like-minded people because they always want that. My thing was, it wasn't manufactured, but I do know that after that happened, I didn't see that many Joker trailers or movies. Warner Bros. like, hey, we really don't even put money into like, they're going to do it for us, you know? <laughs> so I do see Warner Bros. taking advantage of it, but I don't <laughs> think they manufactured it. Um, and then another thing I wanted, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, when, ooh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Another thing I want to talk about is like, I th- the controversy over this is not it was too gory because again like you guys all said this before John Wick and all these other movies are way too gory and they get they get the popularity in the mainstream right yeah. this movie's not getting that is because the mainstream is, af- is af- emotionally afraid because they feel like it's their fault and they don't want to be feeling that responsibility and they want to say hey if this movie comes out we're going to have more and more people like this and it's going to cause more and more mass murders but they don't understand that we're the ones that created this and movies need to come out like this so to we, we to have a conversation mm-hmm. and now like we're doing it's like hey this we could stop this like if we just understand what mental illness is maybe not pre- like stop mm-hmm. every single match murder but like tremendously bring it down mm-hmm. and it's just as a movie like this is needed yeah it is needed but people need to understand this people want to say it's glory because they're afraid of it like they don't want to take responsibility of the monster that we're creating. Yeah. sweep the problems under the rug yeah so to chris's point i don't know if i've met anyone that thinks this movie's controversial so who is saying it feels like it was literally i think the person who wrote it and and i'll need to double check but it feels like it was like a slow news day right some dudes probably just because you got to write fucking articles on the internet some assholes like i I don't know man i bet this movie like you know what i mean or someone's up in arms about it like this is really how i feel but it felt like it was like five people and then like it fucking snowballed i did want to say though that i did dig or like someone joker's like it's not political like i'm not political motherfucker like you're making a political state. Like, is that the movie saying that it's not political while solidly making I think so. multiple yeah. political statements? Like, yeah. that's, I think that's like real tongue in cheek. And like, I like that because it's like people, if anyone, the Joker, as we think of him, as I thought of him, I always thought of him as like an agent of chaos, right? You know, I'm just a dog chasing a car. I don't know what I'll ever do if I catch him. That's Heath Ledger's Joker. This guy, sure. He wants to say that he's not political. Even Arthur Fleck himself is saying that. But if you go on TV Wearing the political accoutrements or whatever happening out in the streets, but he had already made that though. Like he had already that was him before. I know that was him before, but once the culture switched, then if, he, if normies yeah. is this thing now, something big happens. Is normie is something afterwards, and we're still repping normies. That's a statement. Even if you don't want it to be, if, if when people look at you and you're like you're, you're doing the statement thing, you're like, well, no. But that conversation is being had. You're accepting that shit into their mind. So like. It's out there already, you know? Also, Pat, the Warner Brothers did, I don't know if it's because of controversy, but they did say they were only going to put out two trailers to this. Like, okay. They did the one and like the final, which was good because we didn't know, I didn't know anything about this movie going yeah. in. I'll be honest, when I saw the two trailers, I wasn't interested in the movie. I was not really, because again, this is not my type of movie. Yeah. Like, it was way too RC for me. But after hearing like all this controversy, like, I got to go check it out. Yeah. Why was this controversy? I, oh, the contro- last thing I'll say about the controversy is I think... People, the people who are complaining, I don't know who they are, but if you're out there, like I think they just want to blame anything but themselves. Exactly. Or yeah. like they just want like this mm-hmm. super safe space. And like Joaquin said, it's not the filmmaker's job to teach you morality. Yep. It's not. 
So the one thing, last thing, uh, and, and we can talk about it a little more if it keeps going. But like, there were uh, the military had to put out that thing about the Joker, where they were like, "Hey, this movie's coming out, and if you're going to go to theaters, be on your P's and Q's, and be watching out for shit." There were more security guards put out at theaters because of the Aurora shooting that happened during a Dark Knight movie. About, Hold on, let me. Yeah. yeah, in that Dark Knight movie, people were saying that that guy said that he was a Joker. He's trying to be like the Joker, but that was actually a misquote. One of the cops said something like that, like in it, and people took it and run with it. So it wasn't even that dude. He even said like on on record. He was like, I shot up that movie because I knew it was going to be a popular opening movie. It wasn't had. It didn't have anything to do with the lore of the Dark Knight or people being like that. So it's like all these like little tiny seeds of like misinformation where people have like made these fuck ups. But because of sensationalism and because a, a better story, which is shitty, it's super shitty that a mass shooting isn't the best story possible. But a better story that dude did it because he wanted to be like the Joker, said he was a Joker. That story's way up here, and that shit's gonna stick with you because. Brandon Builder. It's a better story. Also, yeah. that guy you know who I mean? shot up the Dark Knight Rises theater, he was not, even I thought it, he, he was not dressed up as the Joker. No, right? he just he, had like colorful hair. Yeah, and they were like, red hair. and that, that's the fucking thing. Like, all this shit runs wild. And then we get all the way down here today where it's like, and everyone has their own way they feel about it. And then Todd Phillips, the director, he says uh, he doesn't want to make comedies anymore because people get too affinity days and you can't make comedy. So he wanted to make this movie so he could sneak in like an actual movie into, I called him Brandon Builder, I meant Brandon Boker. He said he wants to sneak in this actual movie, uh, an actual com- movie into the comic book world. And so I don't know. I think I, I disagree with Todd on a lot of things. I think he made a good movie. I, 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 I hardly I doubt know. it was even him that deserves credit for that. I mean, I know he directed, but fuck me, Walking Phoenix. Really Wa- yeah, I, yeah I, I, I think his role, his acting took that next role. But uh, going I, back to what you were saying about <laughs> the role shooting and like the misinformation, there's also another misinformation I didn't find. I, I found out it was just us until today. The guy who claimed the cop that who claimed that this guy was like a Joker, like yeah. he wanted to be like a Joker, he was an NYC cop. NYC, so he's two thousand miles away from it. So how the fuck? How the fuck does he know about that situation? Just talking out of his ass. Yeah. So, but it's, it's funny how we as a society don't fact check shit. Like we just want to get riled up just right away. Yeah, but I mean, it's because like, well, one, I think people read less. But like with news, like the news has to have a hook. It has to be a story. Someone brings you one story, and you're like, all right, that's actually a good story. But people don't give a shit. It's, I don't know. It's us, man. I think, and it's not a bad thing. But I think because of how much information we have out in the world, that we can easily get like. You know, it's like, if this isn't the next big thing, if this isn't the next ridiculous story, then, like, you know, it doesn't exactly hook me. But some dude dressed like the Joker, shooting up a theater, claiming he's the Joker, that's a bigger hook. It's shitty. It is. Society, man. We're Society. Too my safe We're too connected, and, and, the, and the slightest piece of misinformation like will, will have a very big ripple. Today. Nowadays, people don't believe, like, I think, like, 80 or 85% of people don't believe like anything they see on the internet, I, even I if it's real, even no, if it's like I don't. Real. I honestly don't watch the news anymore because I just Dangerous. see the news as a biased source. Oh uh, yeah, Philip DeFranco all the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just like him because he admits his bias. All right, so uh, yeah, you know. Oh my god, what do you guys think? Like, the screen is, is there someone black. who thought it was controversial no, no, that's yeah. watching? And if they did, please don't jump on their back. I just want to. No, know I want. I want to hear their side of the story because yeah. I got yeah totally because like, I didn't see it, but I want to hear why they thought. <sighs> it was. Cam Link crashed again, guys. Aww. All uh, right, screen went black. I know. Just well, we're Cam close to the end, right? Maybe. I mean, we're at the end because Cam Link crashed. Well, they can hear us at least. They can hear us. Hey guys, this is my face. Uh, if anybody else wants to, well, you guys can all slide around. I'm just gonna. It's just gonna be black. Black screen. That's cool. Oh, um, <laughs> can, can I can I just address the Thomas Thomas Wayne thing real quick? Because because that just gave us some thought and just like how open ended the movie is. I I don't think that uh, I I do think that he was adopted, but if the mom was telling the truth. 
that it was her son. Thomas Wayne is a rich motherfucker in power. And he would, the documents. I and, was thinking and, that. And he would want to make that go away. And women didn't have a whole lot of say in things. And so he could have landed her in the madhouse and, you know, paid for some fake documents to say he, I yeah. mean, it, it could, it could be. So I, that's what I fucking love about this movie. Is it or isn't it? You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. But like, how the fuck, the ages don't make sense to me. Like, so did he knock her up? I mean, like it, 30, it, 40 years ago. Uh, like, I had a hard time figuring out how she would get the kid back after he was taken away. Yeah. yeah. You think he wanted oh, to have his kid. Oh, fuck. What if that's it? Because if she abused this kid and it's on record and she went to the mental asylum, how would she ever get the kid back? Right. You just would never get your kid back. Mm-hmm. So what if that's the what if that's the problem? What if that paradox is how you know that Thomas Wayne like faked this shit? No, wait, I don't get it. What? So look, if 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 my mom abused the fuck out of me. And then she went well, to it, an insane it asylum. It wasn't the mom. It was her boyfriend. mom and boyfriend. But the mom was in the. I'm saying if, yeah. if your mom got committed and you're, you don't have a dad, who's going to take care of you? Where, where, where was the Joker at? Where was Arthur at for that period of time when she was in the asylum? He was born already. Where was he at? I think she was in the asylum before he was born, right? Because wasn't he? It was on file in the asylum no, that no. he had. She had been. A, he had. Because when she was because the, when they were she was doing the interview, it's like you stood by and watched your fucking kid get. Uh, yeah. So used by your boyfriend. The timeline wouldn't make sense. Also, Martha, uh, whatever. Martha. Martha Wayne. She's like, she looks like 60 years old. How the fuck did Bruce get born? Like, Bruce <laughs> is like a 10-year-old child in this movie, and yeah. Martha Wayne is like an old granny. Uh, so, I don't know. Some, rich, rich people some, frozen some, some things here. I'm, I'm confused. I've, uh, yeah, I've officially changed it to Thomas Wayne did fake it. I, I don't know. I, I don't believe it. The timeline didn't make sense. The whole... I like the unreliable narrator thing, I think, is only like those. <laughs> it was only those like two things in the movie, I think. Him imagining being on Mori and then him imagining Zazie. Because everything else, then it's just like, why make a fucking movie then? Well, yeah. I thought well, so, we were, we were but, driving into the. I know Joker's not supposed to have origin and it's supposed to be confusing, but then why are you making this? Yeah, because I don't know, man. Whatever they did work. Also, guys, everyone listening, we do know the screen's black, but hold on, we are because we are hitting on a really good point here. Is that like with an unreliable narrative? Is the message just take away your own message from the film? Is that the message? Can a film not have a message if it has an unreliable narrator like that? I mean, I think that there was still a, a, a message there, but it it's it's no because then you don't know the, what was real or fake. But that's the point of the Joker. That's the point of his character. You don't. So know we can't infer any meaning from this because we don't know what was. real. You can infer <laughs> meaning, but it is a lot he of it. The is social worker. A lot he of it, the meds. He a lot the of it is person. open to inter- interpretation. I'm just saying the way I don't believe it's written, that. I so believe I think only two okay, things were fake, and that's fine. You're 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 open to believe that, and I'm open to say that it's open to interpretation. Like we're we're experiencing it from his mind. Whatever you want to believe happened. When I was typing my notes last night, I got on, like it got deep, and I was just like, "Is any of this real? Is any of the message real? Is it all bullshit? Like what is it?" And then I like spiraled out to the point where I was like, "There's no point in bringing any of that up." But then Serge brought it up, so like I yeah, because it's I don't know. But the timeline shit, I'm gonna think more on this timeline shit because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I got, th- I got to think more about there. that too. The, well, the photo, the fact that like her initials were on the photo, like someone said, like, well, if that was, you know, if that was Arthur, yeah, if that was Arthur's mom that wrote that, why wouldn't she have just wrote the whole name? That's not an argument. She could have just wrote the initials. Yeah. Like, why would she? Re- I don't know. But I, cause I, I'm literally, though, like when she was in the insane asylum, where was Arthur? And then how would she have ever gotten Arthur back? I'm going to go. I can't wait to see this movie again because of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of want to see. I want to go back and notice all these things if they were or weren't there. 
All right, guys. Screen is black as fuck, so I think we're gonna we yeah, yeah, we almost transition done. this. Also, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the screen's black, so. Yeah, I don't know if anyone pointed it out yet. Uh, hey, guys, thanks for sitting with this very problematic podcast, not in the conversation that we're having, but in the technology that we are dealing with. Uh, thanks for sitting through with it. It will be up next week. You'll be able to watch it or you will be able to listen to it on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, or on YouTubes. This podcast was a joke. Whole joke. <laughs> Actually, no, Just, this is performance art. We did all this on purpose. So Joke and Phoenix played the Joker and Walking Phoenix was in Walk the Line. Well, <laughs> Roderick, I see you, man. Also, everybody, we see all you guys out there. If we didn't get a chance to shout you out, uh, just let it be known. You know, we're trying to we're trying to keep it moving. But hell yeah, thanks guys, Any thanks for questions? checking it out. Uh, no, because we are so. already screen. at forty eight minutes plus the thirty minutes we did plus a black screen. So I'm gonna hit this button. Okay. Hey, y'all, be, be careful. <laughs> be, be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice oh, yeah. people. Be everybody, If you you know everybody, love everybody. Be nice. It's Everyone's a good time. fighting a battle that you can't see. <gasps> Nora. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where they take this franchise and take the dark label back or black. I want to see more Joker. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a good weekend. Joker sequel confirmed. Just kidding. <laughs>